Okay. Morning. Good morning. Let me just back up. Is that all right? That's great. Cool. Wonderful. Morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to day two with the Practice with Clara community gathering. Uh, we're here today talking about beauty. Beauty is our theme of the week. Yesterday, we discussed our beauty report. And today, we're going to start with um, a passage that Clara and I chose from the Radiant Sutras. So Clara is going to open uh, with this verse. So I offer my friends who are joining us, if you can, to close your eyes and receive a little bit of poetry, a little bit of beauty in the form of a of a sutra from the Radiant Sutras with the translation by Lauren Roche. So if you can close your eyes. And just take a deep breath. Worship does not mean offering flowers. It means offering your heart to the vast mystery of this universe. It means letting your heart pulse with the life of the universe without thought and without reservation. It means being so in love that you are willing to dissolve and be recreated in every moment. Being transformed by even one of these practices Fullness of experience develops breath by breath. One day the desire of the self for the great self is consummated. Get ready for that moment. I'm just going to read it again. Worship does not mean offering flowers. It means offering your own heart to the vast mystery of this universe. It means letting your heart pulse with the life of this universe without thought and without reservation. It means being so in love that you are willing to dissolve and be recreated in every moment. Being transformed by even one of these practices, feel the fullness of experience developed breath by breath. One day the desire of the self for the great self is consummated. Get ready for this moment. Hmm. I love the Radiant Sutras because it's like eating dark chocolate very slowly. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And so I wanted to ask staff this was the one the, the sutra that she chose for us today why she chose this one um, so this is one of my favorite uh, passages of the sutras and i chose it because um, to me it captures an expression of vulnerability in really opening yourself to uh, feeling overthinking so the body and just being a witness to things as they arise. And like you were talking about yesterday and moving through the, the beauty in the shadow and the line, fullness of experience develops breath by breath. I think kind of connects all of those things and that just being aware, being present and letting all the sensation move through you, mm -hmm. which uh, takes 
opening yourself to being vulnerable and allowing everything to come in and flow through you. And yeah, it's something I constantly have to come back to is just put down the, the, the busy mind, your thoughts and just feel. So in vulnerability, it's, it's beautiful. If you can come into that space and, you know, let the fear in, let the pain in, whatever it is, and trust that it's going to move and you'll, the beauty will, will come back. It will come and go. The thing that you brought up a lot yesterday is beauty uh, and the relationship with the ephemeral, meaning totally. the, 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 the aspect that is not, or that which is not uh, going to last. It's yes. only in the moment, breath by breath. And the and trust. I think the two biggest things I can pull from this mm. uh, is vulnerability and trust and trusting the process, trusting that whatever is happening is happening for a reason or whatever, whatever it is. There's a lot we don't know. There's a lot of things we don't see or have information about in the bigger uh, context of the universe. So just stepping back and, and trusting. And that too, it takes patience and practice to develop that, that seed of trust and security. Yeah. And, and trying to see, just kind of relating it back to where we are right now is this yeah. idea that we have to have a lot of trust, a lot of faith and a lot of vulnerability yeah. for the unknown. I mean, the universe is vast as we're saying and what's happening is unknown. We don't know. Every day I feel like is a different day. And so surrendering and being ready for it every moment, being able to witness it as it, as it comes through us. Yeah, and surrender, uh, surrendering the self, that is a like vulnerability in kind of saying, I don't know, I don't have the answers. And being okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Breath by breath. But this passage is so beautiful. Just the first, the first stanza is so elegant. Um, the vast mystery of the universe, because it is a mystery. And as much as we try to plan and project, you know, there's a lot that you can't prepare for in life. And, you know, what we're sitting with, I think, is a big example of that, that no one could have foreseen this coming. So there's a lot to be said about moving with whatever arises, being prepared to shift and, you know, not only shift your plans, but your perception, like what the way you once saw things maybe is, is shifting now that we're being kind of um, forced to sit with ourselves and bearing things down to the essentials. I, I really feel that um, we're stripping things down to, Maybe it's because, you know, businesses are closing and only essential services are open, but that's a little bit on my mind lately too, is that um, we have a lot of time to, to, to be with the things that matter most, our, our loved ones, our thoughts. Um, I, was yeah. chatting, I was chatting with a friend of mine yesterday and one of, the, one of the gems that she shared with me is that this is this op this time this opportunity just kind of going along with the essence of like us as a human race kind of figuring out what is uh, most important and how do we moving forward when we come out of this totally. how how do we want to be in the world 
as a as a race like do we want to go back to business as usual or do we want to shift it and maybe because this is an opportunity literally we've shut everything down that maybe when we come back up when we start running again in, in quote-unquote normal times is what do we uh what do we want to take from the learning that we that we received during this time totally and so I love this idea that you said of like going back to the essentials. So the essentials being what we really need in terms of food and shelter, you know, who's important to us? How do we want to spend our time? If we didn't have to work every day, what would we be doing? Yeah. And, well, and I've observed this in myself and how I create things to do just to do things and running errands or whatnot. And, you know, <laughs> Now that you, there's not that option. So almost in cre creating a, a lifestyle that is a little bit more simple and slow and, you know, perhaps more attention on each activity you're doing instead of rushing around. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm one of those people. I like staying busy. Um, so again, yeah, stripping things down to, to maybe slower, slower lifestyles, slower living. <laughs> There's there's an amazing artist um, named Andrea Zatel that uh, blew my mind. And uh, I'm just going to bring this up. She did this social experiment with herself um, so, uh, many years ago where she essentially holed herself up in a loft space in a basement in Berlin, covered all the windows for seven days and recorded herself with a with a with a camcorder or something. It was like that long ago. And her whole um, theory or what she was playing with in terms of concept is if I don't have to do anything or be anywhere, how do I spend my time? And so she recorded herself for seven days. And one of the things that she noticed is she started to develop a, a routine. And I, what I forgot to say, the largest part about this is she has no idea what time it is. So uh, she's gotten rid of time. She got that way. She can't see with the light. And then she wanted to see like, as, as a being, you know, what do I do when I, when I, like, what do I do when I don't have to do anything? And she naturally started to create her own routine and rhythm in terms of sleeping and eating and creating art and reading. Uh, but it took her a couple of days to get there. And so it brings it back again. I mean, we know what time it is and we know what's going on, but like I bring the question to our community of like, there's a lot of us who are working at home, but now that, yeah, you don't have to run the errands or, you know, you don't have to go for the coffee or do whatever. Like, how do we want to spend our time? Where do we want to focus? You know, and so uh, I think this brings up a great question, like in this time of like, what do we want? And how do we want to uh, be together? And what format? You yeah. know? Yeah. And so Steph, or I, maybe I'll answer the question and then I'll ask it to you. So one thing that I've noticed for myself is a lot of, a lot of resting and looking out the window. <laughs> the windows become like the new TV just because we're, <laughs> we're up high or on the ninth floor. And so looking down and, and kind of seeing, you know, what, how people are social distancing, where people are going. And we kind of, uh, Alejandro and I kind of sometimes if one of us is out the window, says to the other one, okay, you know, like this person's walking down the street, they're walking their dog, this is what's happening. And so we're being, I feel like I haven't looked out the window this much, which is really cool. And we live in this, you know, this, uh, we live up high so that we can see everything. So I feel like I've been spending a lot of time doing that. I've been spending a lot of time cooking, which is like one of my favorite things to do and making all our meals and 
enjoying the the sweetness of my own food because I don't have to go anywhere. So I don't have to worry about how long it's going to take me to cook it. <laughs> and then, um, and then this morning I haven't been practicing cause I've actually been going to the studio cause I've, uh, uh, since I've been on mat leave, I'm trying to stay connected to the community, but now we don't have studios. So I had my own practice this morning and kind of how I noticed I really wanted to move was like a lot of undulations and, uh, just like feeling my body in a different way. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm starting to, I think in the next couple of days, it'd be fun to, I'll check back in about this. It'd be fun to figure out what does, what my routine becomes. And so, uh, Steph, like, what have you, what have you been doing? Uh, writing, a lot of reading writing and, and long walks. And I, yeah, my, my biggest observation is just there's little periods where I can feel that I want to go out and meet someone or go to a yoga class or and it's kind of just managing like what am I using this as a distraction to come away mm. from my current uh activity or like what am I seeking and usually it's just I need to move around and and get get my body in motion again but I've just been been writing it's it's great and I love uh I I agree with you I think that each of us if you're open kind of like this passage is saying open to exploring the new rhythms and seeing what rises i like i believe everyone in them has some sort of uh, ability to create and express themselves through art whether it's music movement writing painting whatever cooking cooking exactly one of my favorite ways of creating but it's funny like for me, the, the many ways that once I get into a rhythm and I sit with myself, sometimes this little poke of distraction, like I want to mm. go, you know, meet a friend or call someone to pull myself out of it. So that's a little bit what I'm sitting with now is why is it because I'm kind of programmed to doing it from being so social and living in the way that I was prior to a week ago. Um, or what else is under there, which is, you know, interesting to kind of poke around with. Yeah, and so I invite I uh, invite our community to share with us on uh, on our Facebook group of what have you been doing? What have your natural rhythms been lately? Where are you uh, either seeking to go or fighting to not go? You know, and so we'd love to hear we'd love to hear from you. And so uh, yeah, you can check out our Facebook group practice with Clara, and uh, and share with us what you got. And the the link is in Clara's Instagram profile. And we're also going to share, yesterday we shared a Lakshmi flow to get Lakshmi. Claire talked about um, the goddess of beauty, symbolizes beauty. So we discussed the, the Lakshmi movement uh, video. And today we're going to share the Lakshmi meditation. So if you want to sit and, uh, you know, sit with how you want to create or whatever it is, uh, we'll put that in the Facebook group as well. Yeah, it's connecting with the lotus. It's the Padma Mudra. So the lotus flower being a connection to um, to Lakshmi, but also the connection to our own our own journeys, our own spiritual practices of moving from the muck, which we're in in the many ways right now, some darkness, some some uncertainty, and allowing ourselves to kind of flourish or to flower even in a time of distress. And so I'd love to end with the, with one more sutra. If that, if that, uh, if that pleases you. And so, um, and we'll also share, we'll also share the verses from the, 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 the Radiant Sutras with you on the Facebook group. So that'll also be on there in, in about an hour or two. 
And so this is verse uh, 136. And so again, I invite you, if you can, to close your eyes if you're joining us right now. And again, just quite simply deepening your breath and allowing yourself to receive this, this sutra and not only your mind, but also in your body and your breath. Consider all the pain and all the pleasure you have ever experienced as waves on a very deep ocean, which you are. From the depths, witness those waves rolling along so bravely, always changing, beautiful in their self-sustaining power. Marvel that once you identified with only the surface of this ocean. Now embrace waves, embrace depth, undersea mountains, out to the farthest shore. The light of consciousness illumines the world. The world reflects the splendor. Energy and matter, essence and manifestation, reveal each other to each other. Individual soul and cosmic energy, pulsing heart and infinite wisdom, are secret lovers, always merging into oneness. When the secret slips out, there is a laughter and a flash of brilliance in the air. And again, I'm just going to read that one more time. Consider all the pain and all the pleasure you have ever experienced as waves on a very deep ocean, which you are. From the depths, witness those waves rolling along so bravely, always changing, beautiful in their self-sustaining power. Marvel that once you identified with only the surface of this ocean. Now embrace waves, embrace the depths and the undersea mountains, all the way out into the farthest shores. The light of consciousness illumines the world and the world reflects this splendor, energy and matter, essence and manifestation reveal each other to each other. Individual soul and cosmic energy, pulsing heart and infinite wisdom. As secret lovers, always merging into oneness. When the secret slips out, there is a laughter and a flash of brilliance in the air. So I to ask you the same thing you asked me, why you've chosen to close with this verse. Well, I feel like the theme of what we've been speaking of in the last four days together um, is this idea of pleasure and pain, right? The two sides, the two, the yin and the yang. Yep. And to recognize that they're happening at the same time and we can we can be with them and feel them and experience them at the same time. That it's not necessarily this or that, but this and that. Right. And then the idea of matter and manifestation, meaning the possibility of creation and the possibility of change, which is the other part I think of hopefully what we take out of this is how do we want to shift as a, as an individual, but also as a, a global community.
food for thought. Um, I think that's where we'll, we'll close our discussion. Um, thank you everyone for joining us this morning and showing the support. We would love to continue the conversation on the Facebook group. So again, you can visit Clara's Instagram profile, the Practice with Clara community on Facebook. Um, we'll post these verses and uh, the classes mentioned Lakshmi Flow and Lakshmi Meditation. We'll and also you... invite, sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, we're also uh, asking for any yogis, yoga teachers, anyone in the community. Tomorrow, our talk at 11 a.m. PST is going to be on uh, the business of yoga and uh, directly a Q&A with Clara on her advice, experience, and wisdom in creating uh, content and community in the industry. So if you have questions for Clara, um, please put them in the Facebook group. That's where we're going to start to direct the conversation. Uh, so teachers out there, this is your opportunity with Clara. <laughs> And also not even necessarily just yoga teachers, but anybody who is a, a business, a small business owner, because we are essentially as yoga teachers, small business owners. So we'll also talk about the business in terms of the online platform that my husband and I have created together and uh, our vision of where we're going to go with it. And so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tune in tomorrow. And again, you can always uh, check out the Practice with Yoga uh, site. So we have seven days free, so you can try these Lakshmi flows. You can, we have other goddess flows as well as mantra meditation and asana of all sorts. So <laughs> thank you everybody for all the love here at the bottom. We've gotten some beautiful hearts and yes! and, and some uh, enjoyment of the the poetry and and may you continue to feed your souls today in some way, shape, or form and and share the love with somebody either through uh, calling them or or sending a text and let's continue to stay connected. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks everyone. Bye Clara. Bye. See you tomorrow.